Hey everyone, Jay here. I just wanted to say that we've got some really cool artwork for this episode, so you're going to want to click through to the show notes to check out the full version of the image, which we'll be showing in your podcatcher right now. Our thanks go out to Yuri Keynes on Twitter for working with us to create this piece of art. Anyway, on with the show. So what do you all want to talk about now? Mm-hmm. You don't know? You're all the one that's supposed to be leading this, you're the host. Oh god, he's put me in charge again. <laughs> you always was in charge. You just didn't think he was. Headology. <laughs> that's him being a Haitian lower again exactly <laughs> wash your mouth out with soap that wasn't a belch he just did it, it was him ejecting a part of his spirit you've now been mounted <laughs> I'm sorry <laughs> that's what they call it I believe In uh, the fall, in November, that well, November's more Christmassy, uh, wintry time. But Primary in, gifting period. Yeah, in that whole period of time, six months from now, mm. what will be the one game that you are over the moon hyped about? Probably Borderlands 3, to be honest. Okay. Just because you want to play all of the Borderlands all of the time? Yeah, pretty much. Legitimate question. Do you just spend your time flitting between Borderlands and Diablo? Lately, yeah. Yeah, okay, very <laughs> Because it's you know new DLC for Borderlands two and then new seasons for Diablo three. What's this you were telling me earlier about? There's the DLC for Diablo one. There was a mod. Oh uh, yeah, Hellfire. It was um I don't think it was an official mod. No, it wasn't. Um, but no. GOG, so GoodOldGames.com, yeah. they're including it when you buy um Diablo. Because um it just to improve a lot of things. Does does it does it add more multiplayer in? I know it ups a lot of the resolutions and gameplay bugs and stuff, doesn't it? it gets I never actually bugs. played Hellfire. I played Diablo to pieces. Mm-hmm. But, but I think it adds a lot of stuff. It gets rid of some of the bugs. And again, I haven't read too much about it. This is just speculation. I can only hope. Okay. You know, I mean, it's 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 nothing major. It doesn't turn it like, turn it into like an FPS or something. Wouldn't it? Throwing axes. It would be weird. So here's my challenge to you then. Oh, God. Convince me to play Diablo. Any of them. No. What's so great about Diablo and why should I play it? Why are you pointing at me? Ask him. It's, if you convince it's, you. it's more to the room. I was just waving my hand around as I am wont to do. There's there's, there's no cow level slash there is a cow level. Fair, yeah. That's a good point. Good pitch. I'm sold. Right. I'll do it. You have to save barbarians in the second one. Stay a while and loot things. <laughs> God damn you, Deckard Kane. <laughs> do you like mildly twangy acoustic guitar? You For hours play, on end. You will play Diablo. <laughs> what? <laughs> the entire soundtrack is basically it's just what pretty one, chill. Yeah. What, what especially guy? when you're in town. Yeah. Provided you have... Was, wasn't Diablo one way you could still kite um, monsters to town? Yeah. And they, they sort of dealt with that in two, didn't they? Because they had sentries on the entry points and exits for the town. Mm-hmm. And then they forgot about it on three. So you you would be pootling about town, checking your inventory, and all of a sudden you'd start hearing your character being chopped at. And some idiot in your party had just got out to the first area. Brought all the bad guys Kited back. everything. 
<laughs> and brought it back to town. And it took them far too long to realise that this was a bit of an issue. So they I'm had, they, they had to put a portal on the on the town. I did that plenty of times in Diablo Three. So you PC. now, yeah, you now had to load between town and your combat areas. It's just for the safety of everyone in the town. But yeah, <laughs> it was it was a a literal and non literal lifesaver. Way too many times I ran into a group, went, "Oh crap!" and then came back, and then he went, "What have you? D- oh, for God's sake! <laughs> <laughs> what so have you done?" Jenkins, big ambit. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Yeah. yeah. But, but it was, uh, it was the accidental Jedi. Leroy. Yeah. yeah, yeah. In my case, it was. I didn't know what I was doing half the time when I first started playing it. Yeah, yeah. When um, Baggins, <laughs> when he was allowed to play it with us, <laughs> that was a very short-lived window of opportunity for him. He would uh, do exactly that. You would say, "Stop kiting from all over the map and just focus on the monsters on the screen." And he would focus on the monsters on the screen by kiting further into the map to get behind them, in air quotes. Unfortunately, obviously, that meant that he got in front of the next bunch of monsters okay. and brought them all onto the screen, and then everybody died, and then we'd kick him from the game. After, before hailing him, he him, obviously. Yeah. A little terror. So why should... like? Okay, Wh- which, so, which Diablo jump would you so, for? So it's, they're all essentially top down and clicky clicky, shoot the bad guy with the magic and, and, and collect the thing and go back to town to give the thing to the person, right? Well, they're not. That describes, down, they? that, yeah. that describes yeah. Diablo 3. Isometric, whatever yeah, it is. Isometric. Well, yeah, okay. That, that describes Diablo 3 pretty well, actually. Go out, get the thing, bring it back, get it appraised. Level up, go out, get the thing. Yeah, I mean, yeah. looter shooters. Okay. Uh, you know, it's it's a, now a well-established genre, primarily because of the astonishing work that the initial Diablo put in. They have great storyline, I thought, mm. and from one iteration to the next, the cinematics have always been something special for the game. You know, they're kind of trying to tell this epic story of the battles between angels and demons and we're in the middle getting fisted or ignored by both of them essentially at the same time um, and trying to protect ourselves by any means possible um and if you enjoy grindy games if you enjoy the challenge of pursuing that one elusive piece of kit and listening to pretty chill twangy guitar music yeah I mean, that's the thing. I mean, you've got the yin and the yang of it. You've got these rather frantic battles where some idiot doesn't listen to you and goes off further into the map. Squidgy, yep. <laughs> Initially, I learned pretty quick. <laughs> well, yeah, to your credit, you really did. You really did. It took like a day or two and you you were done with that period of your life. Yeah, I, de- I decided not You were to... ready to settle down and not kill everyone. I, 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 I decided not to vault into Poison Clouds. Because yeah. Because that was me for a while. Yeah. <laughs> ah! um, the checklist. Don't yeah. vault into but, Father Clouds. Don't well, yeah. kill everybody. Yeah. Look both ways before crossing the road. <laughs> Buy milk. <laughs> Buy milk. Damn it! <laughs> yeah. Wasn't that what the cow level was for? Moo! Moo! Moo. Moo? I'm moo here! Moo! So do you want to I mean, on Diablo 2, certainly, the, the cow level was an amazing moment for me. <laughs> because I took ages to get to the point where I started getting to the cow level. And then I got to the cow level, and I was expecting something 
radically different to that which I received because the cow level is essentially an assault by what eight nine foot tall halberd wielding cows walking upright um drawn in a an art style vaguely familiar to people who are fans of is it gary larson's far side comic Mm. strips you know how he draws cows or drew cows he's passed doesn't he think so yeah how he drew cows um that was what you were fighting and when you killed them or when they were attacking they would moo at you except yeah. they wouldn't moo. actually moo at you they would say moo moo etc so a, a lot of the team really went to town <gasps> moo 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 yes productive day in the office when they exactly. that level obviously yeah. <laughs> it what worked you for me today? i mooed for three hours <laughs> and then in diablo 3 they insisted there was no cow level and instead there's this uh, rainbow portal to whimsyshire which is this beautiful little place, which is... It, even the map, the yep. mini-map, is changed on your screen to um, when you find the borders of the, the area that you can explore, it's just a sketch on somebody's lined paper. <laughs> and the entire place is just occupied with incredibly high-level monsters that are cute teddy bears, ponies. unicorns, uh, yeah, normal flowers. ponies, and, flowers. yes, little... Perambulating flowers, um, which you have to brutally that. slaughter. Into, and when you get high enough level to actually start playing that area properly, then you tend to just gib your opponents into bloody chunks. Especially the the unicorns, they are oh, yeah. they're a mess. They they don't last long if you're the right level. <laughs> so, if you're a parent of a young child who likes unicorns, it could be a really therapeutic area. <laughs> I've spent a long time there. This so, is not the best sales pitch video. No, <laughs> not really. You get to kill unicorns. Look, at, at least you all haven't said, don't you all have a mobile phone or whatever it was. Oh. Don't you guys have mobile phones? That's it, yeah. At least you haven't said that. Is is this some sort of early April Fool's joke, wasn't it? Oh, yeah. Out of season. Out of season April Fool's joke, yeah. You could see on the, the guy's face as well that... When he heard the question, he didn't really hear the question. He was like, he was really does not compute. Yeah, what, the guy what, blue screen, let's face it. He really did, didn't he? Well, it's because it, because it went off script. He got off script with anyone. It's the reason why uh, that Dane Cook joke about I'll have the spaghetti bowl at... Uh, at uh, I'll have the spaghetti basket. That's not on the that's menu. Right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that joke. Ah. So the the joke is essentially is go into uh, KFC or Burger King, and without even looking at the person, point at the menu and say, "I love the spaghetti basket, please," and watch them fall to pieces because they can't figure out what you mean because you've gone off script, and that's 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 why that joke works. Until so they get the one guy who just happened. goes, "That's not on the menu." Yeah, exactly. Right? It's more than my my job's worth to even go through this with you. I've done this dance before, mate. <laughs> That's how you get promoted, isn't it? That's it, Rip. Once you've experienced that. Yeah. I thought you got promoted just by turning up. Well... Oh, is that McDonald's? I forget. (gasps) I don't know. I've never worked for either of them. I mean, part of of it is the Peter Principle. 
The Peter Principle states that the, you will be... I, I thought you were going to say Peter Principle picked a pickle 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 Pick the pickle peppers. That that thing. But the Peter Principle is essentially someone who is inept at their job will be fast-tracked up the promotions ladder to yeah. the point where they cannot harm the company. <laughs> Happens all the time. Happens all the time. Why am I not the CEO of something then? Because you're not inept. That's the whole point. Keep the good people where they, where they are that they can do the good work. Because if you move them up, you need to find someone equally as good to fill their shoes. Again, why are the CEO of somewhere well, then? Because you're good at what you do. Anyway. Um, okay. This is getting awfully complimenty in here and I'm not feeling comfortable any longer. Oh. Do I, is there a safe word you should have told me? I just said it. Pickles. Oh. <laughs> Well, how's this? How's this then? Shut up, you bastard. Hey! It's Sean Bean approach. So there was something on the um, on the arcade attack podcast recently. <laughs> That's right. We're still in air content. No, um, where they talked about how he is. I am teaching. Well, yeah, but they talked about the um, the Sega Mega Drive re-release thing and how there are three markets and three separate devices, and you're only going to be able to get the device in that market. So like the EU device is having completely different games to the Japanese device, presumably because they are Japanese only games. Uh, but also the Japanese device will come with a six button controller. Which, considering that the EU device has comics on it, bit unfair. But my question to the room: How do you all feel about these devices, like the SNES Mini, the PlayStation Classic, the NES Mini? I know you've got one, Squidges, right there. Like, because, like, from my point of view, all right. So I kind of know what I'm doing anyway. And yes, I have a Raspberry Pi, but I have a Raspberry Pi and a Bluetooth controller and a USB hard drive. I've got all of these devices already because all of these devices are literally just Raspberry Pi powered machines running the free emulators that I would install on a Raspberry, excuse me, Raspberry Pi anywhere, but also running the official binaries of the ROMs from the company. Mm. So all I'm paying for, if I was to buy a SNES Mini, is the fact that it's dressed up like a SNES. And you don't have to fiddle about it, you just turn it on. I don't have to fiddle about it. Well, that's the thing. I mean... I have primarily been a, a PC gamer. I, I've played on consoles off and on. PC I, <laughs> <laughs> How would you feel about a miniature keyboard and a tiny mouse? The PC mini. <laughs> Don't you start giving me the old war twitch. <laughs> um, so I, I don't have the same sense of nostalgia that a lot of people do about what are now retro consoles. However, I fully understand that there is a generation of retro age console gamers who may not have the necessary technical wherewithal to put that kit together, to code it. I have... a younger brother, 10 years my junior, out-and-out console gamer. Um, and he's recently started exploring what application he can put Raspberry Pis through, um, 
with regards to his gaming. However, he has previously had a fully kitted out gaming capable PC and he would have meltdowns about the the necessity of updating drivers, even in an era where it was essentially a fully automated process. You just click install. So there are, there are certainly gamers out there who I feel don't want the fuss of having to maintain or put together that rig themselves. Also, let's be honest, the same people, they're all like talking about these uh, revered old consoles, but you pull one of those out, you pull out the old consoles, they are pretty chunky, pretty sizable, and they no longer have the same feel and fit in the living room that any of the, the modern kit does. So I think that these updated consoles are a step forward for those people and a way to kind of bridge the nostalgia disconnect that some parent gamers might have with their kids. So while I understand as someone with computing experience myself, um, your perspective of, you know, I can do all that. Why would I need to? I can also understand that there is a consumer out there who would just be endlessly thankful for that kind of thing. I think they're a good idea for people who don't know what they're doing. That's fair enough. I mean, what's the phrase? There's no point in having a dog and barking yourself. Exactly. I totally get it. Totally get it. But then by the same token, right? The PlayStation Classic, right? <laughs> it's, a, it's an argument of hardware, right? The PlayStation Classic, as an example, is not powerful enough to emulate the PlayStation games. Because at the end of the day, they are just pieces of hardware with emulators installed on them. They're mm-hmm. not doing anything special about them. Yeah. It is just literally, in the case of the PlayStation Classic, P- PCSX has installed on it with the SNES, it's uh, SNES 9X, uh, with the NES, it's FCEUX or whatever it is. These are the names of the free emulators you can download and install on your Windows and Mac, your mm-hmm. Linux, whatever. So, yeah. yeah, from a software point of view, they're not doing anything like that. But what I'm getting yeah. at is that these emulators have been around a long time and they're, they're battle-tested, right? Mm. Yeah. The PlayStation Classic doesn't have the hardware to play them, right? The PlayStation Classic claims to have the same hardware as the SNES, the SNES Mini. Whereas right? the SNES Mini plays it better than the PlayStation Classic. With the use of a... I want to say it's a serial port adapter. So you have to buy a machine, a desktop or whatever, with a serial port on it. So it's, yeah. so it's not USB, it's serial, which came before. Mm. You have to buy the port... Or you can get a USB to serial adapter. You download an XE, you run it, you've then, you've now hacked your SNES. You can now install, because it gives you access to the system that's running underneath the user interface. You can then install a PlayStation emulator. That PlayStation emulator on the SNES Mini, which apparently has the same hardware as the PlayStation Mini, plays the PlayStation games at full speed, full res, better, at higher frame rates than closer to the original the PlayStation Mini. That's my argument against them is, yes, I get that it makes it easier for everyone, but they're not even a good product. Because, I mean... So Are you talking about money. the whole concept? No, no, sorry. Or no, not the concept, simply yeah, that one particular... That one particular one was badly executed, uh, I feel. I can understand that point of view. But, I don't know, I just... I feel like 
I hate to put it like this, but with like five minutes of education, you can figure out how to set up a Raspberry Pi. Like, for instance, I use the Raspberry Pi as an example, right? All you got to do is you install, you, you, you buy an SD card with the software already installed. Right. I, I, I'm already holding up my hand for teacher here yeah. because whilst I understand that, yes, with five minutes of education, that's certainly possible. However, you have to be of the willing mindset. Well, yeah, there is that. I have an elderly relation who is still essentially fearful of anything older than the gramophone. <laughs> well, no, not older, yeah, younger okay. than the gramophone, rather. Um, Are you somehow related to Chief? <laughs> <laughs> Six degrees of separation, I'm well, sure. There you go. <laughs> um, yeah, it's the amount of times I've had to have conversations with them about how to do fundamental basic things with an actual physical keyboard, mobile phone. I guess, yeah. Um, guess. And there is a certain amount of disconnect, I think, um, for people in terms of technology. Once they get over that speed bump, Ironically, this relative's father was incredibly, incredibly adept with technology, was always keen to learn and understand and find out more about the age that we were in. Whereas, you know, there are some people who just are happy and content in their safe place of this is the stuff that I know. This is what I was brought up with. And that brings me happiness. I don't need to move outside of that. It For some people, it genuinely causes, you know, physical and emotional problems to to be outside of that comfortable area for them. So... I, uh, that makes sense. I mean, I'm happy with the, the abstraction that I push the button and it gives me the bacon. Yeah. And I have to figure out how it works. Exactly. That, that's, that's fair enough. That's fair enough. It also, as an introductory piece of kit, you can, I think it's a nice little doorstep, so to speak, something to help people into an interest. You know, it's, it's the same I've said about consoles. I may be a PC gamer and I may occasionally wave the PC Master Race flag ironically. However, consoles do a damn fine job at what they do. They have brought gaming more readily into the house um, and into the living room. So it's no longer just something where you've got, you know, various members of the family who may be all playing games, all locked away in their own rooms, not pl- not interacting with each other. I thought you were going to say it brought video games into the living room as opposed to what, shed? <laughs> <laughs> there are people who go and sit in the shed and play video games. Yeah. 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 I guess, yeah. Uh, yeah, I suppose yeah, if it brings a family together over a game of Sonic 2, why not? Yeah. The problem, uh, the biggest problem I have with the Sega one, and yet it hasn't even been re- uh, uh, properly released yet, right, is that it's the same 40 games that they keep releasing collection. across all of their different... I guess, I guess yeah. yeah, you don't have to get the Xbox 360 out. Yeah, you don't have to get the Xbox One out. Yeah, you don't have to get the PlayStation out. But they are the same games over... And over and over again. There are like 800 games for the Mega Drive. And only like 60 are good. I just keep thinking of the, the possible, you know, for nostalgic values, the possible faults you could have on a PC Mini. So, 
OpenGL drivers aren't installed. Of course. Whether it's plugged in or not, push F4 to continue because we didn't detect the keyboard. That's right, yep. The graphics card melting. It's just overheating and shutting down randomly. Yeah. Now, here's one for you. This is a blast from your past. You install a video game and the the, the, the anti-copy protection system, the DRM system that is installed with the game, physically ruins your DVD uh, drive. optical drive. Because that happened for you. It physically ruined it. Is it, it overall firmware? Yeah, Starforge. I got that from a game called Chroma. Yeah, and it overwrote the firmware in your uh, DVD drive and you could not operate the DVD drive ever mm. again. Quality. Yeah. Yeah. That was... I had to scorch earth the hard drive to get rid of that. I mean, you can't copy the video game, so they achieved that. Yeah. The rights for the digital media were protected. Just in a very violent way. Yeah. Yeah. I keep thinking the PC mini would 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 you get a small screen for that? That's about like two inches wide. <laughs> you get to play Diablo. It it'd be like native resolution for Diablo, wouldn't it? Like two inch screen. That would be amazing. <laughs> and it would be four by three. Yeah, still. <laughs> it would actually be a touch panel screen yeah. on the side of the PC mini itself. Eight hundred by six hundred pixels. Mm. You were lucky if you would get ten twenty four by seven eighty six. You you can with the um the, the, the Hellfire mod will go, I think, they up their resolution. Oh, well, wasn't but initial Diablo 2 was only 800 by 600? Mm, that was through pa- various amounts of patching you could up it, but I don't know anyone who's, who uses a PC that doesn't have ridiculous amounts of resolution. Well, they officially updated it not so far back, didn't they? Mm. So it suddenly it had proper resolutions. Which was um, still a small square on your screen. Anyway. Yeah. yeah. I mean... Yeah, but it's it was a it's a game that was created when four by three was the de facto standard, mm. and you're running it on a widescreen monitor, so they have to you know square monitors. Do you remember them? I uh, yeah, I have CRT dim recollections. Radiation Kings. Do you, do, you, do you remember that that unit that I had with that twenty inch CRT monitor that had to be custom built yeah. to hold it? Yeah. Yeah, that took up like half of this room. And yeah. People, people wouldn't believe you that you could hear that the monitor or the TV was still on. Yeah, you could. Yeah, they wouldn't believe you. What do you mean? It's, how do you mean you could still hear it? Because it's creating a, a high pitched whine. That's how I yeah. know. Also, run your hand down the front of it. Oh, you see that static electricity? Crackle, crackle. Yeah. yeah, it's still switched on. Switch it off. Yeah, that was fun. That that was in one area of this room, and it stayed there because no one could lift it. Who's that yeah. massive? Quick fire round then. Pick one 80s action movie that hasn't had a video game made for it and pitch me the video game. Because I've got one already in my head. Well, if you've got one, do it then. Cause I'm okay, I'll thinking. do it whilst you're the, whilst you're the thing. I'm, try- I'm trying to think of one that hasn't got a video game. Yeah. Oh, got one, Cobra. You stole my idea. And all you do is you just shoot people. There's no story, you just shoot people. Oh, is it 70s? I can't remember. Either way, it's an action it. film that doesn't have a game for it. I'm think. fine with it. Cobra, the video game, I'm fine with it. Let's do this. That might be late 70s, that, I think. No, that was 80s. Was it? That was definitely 80s, So you, yeah. you just shoot people, there's no... Uh, I'm sorry, there is a Cobra video game. Okay, pick a game from the... Pick a movie from the 80s, an action movie. We're doing the Rambo Gambit. I knew I remembered it. It was done by Ocean. 
Hoshin Software did all of the licensed games in the 80s. Yeah, so let, 86. So pick a 1980s action movie that either did or didn't have a licensed game, which was or was not made by Ocean. <laughs> See, now it's getting incredibly hard. And pitch me... Steady. The, the <laughs> modern remake and why it would be good and not like Rambo, the video game, obviously. I can't. I'm going to stick with Cobra. Because the thing is, what, what, whatever I try and pitch, it'll just end up as a mobile game. That's my no, transaction no, no, no. to... No, 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 no. I still think Cobra would be a fantastic game to reboot, right? Ditch whatever the game was. There's no problem. You essentially, you, you're just gunning down people. It's that simple. And going... Sure, yeah. that's just hatred, isn't it? And eating, like, a corner off of the pizza. You get a sli- that's your health bar, is a, a slice of pizza. Oh, God. You have to cut Dale Peter. Yeah, Dale yeah, yeah. Peter, and you snip it off with a That's pair of scissors. It. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and you have to hack into a computer wearing those tiny little gloves that he wears. <laughs> and, you, and the difficulty levels are named after the tightness of his jeans. <laughs> so loose jeans is easy, and um, Italian waiter <gasps> is the most difficult uh, difficulty setting. Tango and Cash. Ha! <laughs> Tango and Cash, the video game. Yeah. That would be amazing. Tango and Cash. That's my offering. Top that bitch. You can't. Double impact. Ooh. <laughs> it's a risky play, but I like it. <laughs> it's an old code, sir. Yeah, I was about to say, it's an older meme, sir, but, but it checked out. <laughs> okay. Okay. I like it. Okay, so so what would... I mean, I realise it's a loaded question, but the Tango and Cash video game, level one. Just shooting some folks and two-player. Yeah. I could do... Yeah. No, I could do I th- that. I think I level mean, one would just be sorting out Kurt Russell's hairdo in the mirror. His, his full mullet, mm-hmm. whatever the hell it was. Just him doing his hair in, in the mirror. Okay. With motion controls. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what about... Okay, then, Squidge. Pitch me first level of Double Impact. Okay, so you'd either be running guns or you would be teaching... Was it aerobics? The other one? Yeah. There was, there was an aerobics studio and then a, um, um, a fighting studio. You'd be teaching aerobics to women... Very scantily clad women, or you go into the other studio and you kick the crap out of the guy who had a special kick. So level one is essentially either drive a car very fast or any or kind feel of, of women. Or any <laughs> kind of dance dance revolution game. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, okay, yeah. fair enough. Yeah. Feel of women or drive go- drive cars really fast while shooting. I thought you were gonna say drive goodly then. I, I however happy I am with my offering of Tango and Cash, I may wish to alter my plea. Ooh, plea? Yeah. <laughs> Because, on a Kurt Russell-related note, Big Trouble in Little China. Yes. There was a game of that, actually. Was there? Yeah. Yeah, but that's fine. We're doing it for reboots, so that's fine. Fair. Yeah, I could go for a Big Trouble in Little China. Because there was talk a few years back about remaking that. I don't think they'd be allowed to. I thought they still were. Oh, no, that was a 90s film. I was going to say something else, but it was a 90s Johnson's film. Dwayne Johnson's in that, I think. Oh, I, I mean, okay. 
I had a different <laughs> offering, but it was, it was Ooh, a nice film. Uh, mm. Maybe not. Mm, no. I thought he was trying to start a sing song then. No, no. Um, anyway, no. sorry, what was your 90s film then? Mrs. Doubtfire. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. I have no idea what the gameplay feel like, but I've got a perfect. Outlet. Please tell me there's a custom peripheral for the uh, allergy scene, <laughs> the Heimlich, Mrs. Doubtfire: colon, Revenge of the Fallen. Oh God's sake! This is this is harking back to colon gaming. One thing you should never ever search for. Look, on man, Google. you're the one who uh, you brought it up. Yeah, so you. I'm not searching Freudian, for it. Freudian slip much. I'm yeah. not searching for it. Yeah, well. Hell you no. opened the whole episode talking about Uranus and Arsenal. You don't get to play the colon card. <laughs> <laughs> well, would it be cleanse the colon card? I don't know. Can we just... <laughs> Flushing out the colon card. Can we just <laughs> talk about colons, please? Black card, Rimmer. Rimmer, you've forgotten the colour code. This is a black card situation. End of conversation. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's a really good point to leave it, actually. Oh, there was a comment from when you were last on, G. Oh, right. And I can't remember exactly what it was, but you had mentioned about how um, you were speaking to a writer about how you, you wanted to get them to write the politically political intrigue-fueled story of Horace Goes to the Hunger shop. Horace oh, goes skiing. Hungry yeah. Horace goes, goes skiing. Absolutely. Right? right? But apparently, I was talking to someone, and Hungry Horace Goes Skiing is not a game. There's two separate Horace games, and neither of them were him going skiing, apparently. I don't know this for, for the truth. This is what somebody else had said. So you got a problem with that? Go seek Track out. Track him down and kill him. Go seek out Jim Bennett. He, he works for Microsoft, and you can go tell him off. It's not, I'm just the messenger. I think we should shoot the messenger. No, 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 I'm prepared to rethink my position on that because wasn't there? Didn't he go to the Olympics? How that pizza hut? One of the two. Pizza, yeah, pizza hut. That that really great um, Italian place, Domino's. (laughs) Domino's. Domino's. McDonald's. (laughs) (laughs) What's the phone number? Okay, five 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 six Six, teen teen. Like I say, I don't know how true it is. Just I always told that because I because we were talking about video games and and the subject of the Horace video games came up. Nineteen eighty-two, Hungry go, Horace right? goes skiing. Ah, yeah, but he, well, there you go. Then. Although it it's there. Horace goes skiing, oh, well, maybe that's it. as opposed to Hungry Horace, so it may be six of one, half a dozen of the other here. There you go. Maybe it's lost in translation because I tend to Horace and the bit. Spiders. I don't remember that one. Sounds like you need to download a ZX Sinclair emulator and play them all again. Allegedly so. Well. So, yeah, it's oh, part of the same franchise, the, 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 the Hungry Horace, but <laughs> that, that was Horace Go Skiing. <laughs> there we go. Fantastic. Good old 1982. Well, I'm, I still then. remain the king of everything then. Ha ha ha. <laughs> there we go. I'll, I'll go tell Jim that he's wrong. No, he's, he's half right, and so was I. Being half right is not the same as being full. It's a draw. Therefore, it's a draw. (laughs) It's a draw, yes, or an an impasse. Like, imagine someone's having a a heart attack and you sort of half get get it right as to how to heal them. They're still dead. (laughs) Well, yeah, because surely if they're having a heart... Well, I suppose if they're having a heart attack, you wouldn't necessarily be doing chest compressions. But if you're doing that (laughs) half, then you'd better hope that it was the upward half as opposed to just driving their sternum through the spine. 
That's a Mortal Kombat move, isn't it? Probably. <laughs> Either that or they're spying through their sternum. Well, it's, normal, it's normally front to back, back to front, one of the two. I mean, that's why I always get confused with uh, fatalities, you know. That's why I'm not allowed to do them anymore. I do them wrong. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> and scene. <laughs> Intro music is Behind the Lines by Ian Sutherland. Outro music is I Need You, Watashi no Sabate by GH. Palette cleansing music is Breathe Deep, Breathe Clear by Siobhan Gay. See the show notes for more details. <laughs> if you liked this episode... God, why? Cleanse your colon. <laughs> if you like this episode, may God Clench. have mercy upon your soul. <laughs> <laughs> clench your colon. What? How'd you say clench? <laughs> <laughs> oh, say it's been emotional. <laughs> <laughs> There's not really much else you can say to that, is there? No, no not really. I'll do it, I think. Oh dear. <laughs>